It's been way too long, and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese. Followed by. Hey, guys. Welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives. What the fuck? We're back. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? We're back? What? Top five? Uh, I we eat the chicken wings? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am Justin. I'm in LA. We got Mike over in London. What's up, my Yo. friend? Yo. Wow. First time saying that in a while. That's what I say, right? I say yo. Is that what I say? You say. I forget, honestly. I forget. Is it the same thing every you, time? I You're think, always, hey, yeah. guys. <laughs> you, do, you definitely say yo sometimes. Now we got to go back and listen. I think it's yo. Hit uh, us up. I think it's yo. I think it's, yeah, tell us. Please let us know on yeah. Instagram. Guys, oh, man, it feels so good to be back. Um, back-ish, we'll say. but Definitely-ish. Man, it's been a while since the last episode, which is ep- episode 88. Um, top five vacation movies before we took a little vacation ourselves. That's right. We've been on one. And uh, and Mike, tell us what's been going on. I mean, last time we left you, you were going to start this new gig. You're going to be commuting yeah. to Belgium every week. What's going yep. down? I did that. I mean, I still still am sort of uh, that looks like less of a temporary thing, which I think is, you know, We'll get to what we're going to be doing with the pod. But yeah, man, I've been to Belgium about a million times. Traveled a lot uh, personally as well. I was uh, just got back from the Scandinavian lands. Uh, but I went to Edinburgh. I was in Italy a few times. Uh, I forget where else. But anyway, yeah, just been uh, working, traveling, doing my thing. Well, how about you? I, it sounds like a lovely summer. I, uh, I mean, some of the same. Staying a little more contained mostly to the states this summer but been bopping around myself was in chicago went out to bermuda to visit uh big shout out to andrew masters and, and blair masters um blair if you ever listen to this that was really weird not to say blair raleigh but uh that was epic went back east you know hit new york connecticut massachusetts saw a bunch of bunch of the friends and fam out there and you know just been working, doing my thing, and and here we are, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, not to steal your thunder, but I mean today we're we're checking in. You know, we uh wanted to let everybody know what's up. We're still thinking about the pod. Uh we have a kind of a little bit of a catch up episode planned today, not a full top five, but we are, you know, I mean my like I said, my thing is is becoming more or less permanent, so we're not you know, at least in the short term, we're not going to be releasing apps sort of regularly, but uh, we're going to try and check in every now and then with with a full app and keep you guys, you know, keep everybody in. Yeah. You know, we, we have not in any way forgotten about the pod. We think about it every week and and you and I have touched base. I mean, you and I still talk all the time, Mike. It's just it's hard to to get on here together. So yeah. we're going to do yeah. our best. I don't want to tease too much if I shouldn't say this, but 
<clears throat> I think, you know, in something that I know excites Mike, I think we've got a little little October horror themed episode coming your way. We do. Is that fair yeah, to say? Yeah. Yeah, we've got to schedule that, but it will come out for sure in October. So it won't be another I can't even remember, five, six months or whatever since you last heard from us. So and then we'll yeah, we'll see what we're able to do, you know. Time permitting. Ah, oh, I I can't wait. I'm so happy that we're back for you know even even thirty minutes today. And dude, where do we go from here? Dude, so let's uh, let's talk about some big movies that have come out. You know, since we yes. last things that would have been let's say our spotlight. Let's just just start throwing them out there as we think of them. Things that we've seen that were big. Things that we liked. Maybe things that we didn't like. Uh, I'm, I'll start off. I'll start off because this is a movie Please. that I it barely came out here, and and I if I hadn't been looking at the movies for this particular day, I would have missed it. I had only heard about it because you told me about it actually. Oh, and that is fall. Oh, dude, I still haven't seen. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Fall, dude, I I I liked it. I mean, it's not gonna blow you away, but like they really. The thing is that like they really maximized the concept. Like they squeezed every last drop they could out of the scenario, and I kind of appreciated that. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be a couple things in there that is like, especially if you've watched horror movies recently in the last say five years, ten years. You know, there's a couple like almost twists or tropes that you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that. But you know what? I think it's all right. And they maximized it and I'm deadly afraid of heights. So like my, my hands were literally sweating the entire movie, but yeah, fall. I, I think it's worth a check out from you. I love it. And don't we even get a little, am I wrong? Is there a little Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there? Oh, there's Jeffrey Dean Morgan for sure. Oh, he's absolute legend. Uh, and he's in there, but not quite. He's not, let's put it this. I mean, if you don't know, falls about these two girls that are like trapped at the top of this tower and they can't get down. So it obviously they, are more or less the only characters and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is just barely in it, but he's in it. Incredible. Incredible. Um, yeah, that is definitely on my list to see. I will counter you with a very recent movie. One that I don't believe has come out in the UK yet based on what you've told me, but in the, you know, in the thought of just doing something recent to start us off, I got to talk about barbarian. Yeah, now, so it's it's not out here for like another month, which is very weird. Normally, we're like a week ahead or a week behind you guys, but like it's not coming here forever. And the only thing I know about this movie town and why I'm stopping you now is just to say what I've heard is that you don't want to know anything. Okay, that so is tell true. Me, so pitch me, but, but be careful. I am going to pitch you, but I'm going to be very careful. So you you truly don't know anything about the movie, is that correct? Uh, I know the like literally the logline, and that's it. And what is the logline? Uh, logline is that this this girl uh, shows up at an Airbnb, and there's like somebody already there, and it's like double booked, and she decides to stay anyway. And do you know the cast of the movie at all? No. Okay. God damn it! All right, I think give me I a just... little cast. Give me a little cast. Give me a little no. Cast. <laughs> okay, if I say. Someone that's in it that you love, will you be sad that it was not a surprise for you? Uh, but is it like a surprise in the movie, or should I know this and I just haven't looked it up? 
if you look up the movie, it's it's one of the three. There's three people okay, listed, okay. and and that's one of the people. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, your main man, Justin Long. What? <laughs> yes, yes. What? <laughs> yes. Wait, is Justin Long like the creepy guy that's already in the Airbnb when she shows no, up? No, that is that is Bill Skarsgård. Oh, okay. Oh um, my! What? Yes. You yes. know what? Now that you say this, like I have, I think maybe like I was like I thought it was a dream or something. Like, it's kind <laughs> it of was a fever dream when you. Yeah. I literally forgot this entirely, but now that you say it, I feel like I knew that somehow. So I will say nothing else about the film. All I will say, uh, uh, you know, all I will say is your logline is correct. That is the opening premise of the film. It's that this this woman named Tess, played by Georgina Campbell, she is going. This is all in the first two minutes. She's traveling to Detroit for a job interview. So she books an Airbnb, shows up at the house late night. It's raining. At first, she's like, why the hell is there no key in the lockbox? Turns out. There's already somebody at the house. This character named Keith, played by Bill Skarsgård, and seems like is is he a bit off? Is he not? Anyways, that's where it starts. First five minutes, movie goes from there. That's all I'm saying. And with that said, my review of the film, you got to see this movie. It is absolutely fantastic. There's a reason that the critics are loving it. Um, it's original. It's, you know, it's, it, again, I don't want to ruin anything because it. I went in not knowing anything and that was the way to see it. So just trust me that this is going to be one of the better movies of this year, especially if you are into Halloween, the horror genre, anything like that. You've got to see this. I, I'm so excited. And, and the last thing I'll say, Tan, is it It seems like, you know, I, I, my question for you is, in the States, was this, like, did you see a lot of trailers around? Was this a well-advertised movie? Because for me, it seems like it is a word-of-mouth thing that it's been so exciting that I can't wait to be a part of. I completely agree. I had, I will be honest and say that very sadly, just due to my, as much as it doesn't sound like I've traveled too much, I've actually been just like bouncing around for like weekend trips or week trips here and there. And I just haven't been around much of July or August. So I missed most movies, which I never do. And, but the one or two times I was at the theater, at least one of them, I did see a trailer for it. Okay. With that okay. said, I haven't been hit over the head with stuff for this. And I do believe it's a word of mouth film and it, and it's getting around because tons of people are seeing it. Yeah. I'm very excited. I hope that it, uh, sometimes like I, I, I go to one theater chain and I have like an unlimited pass. I think you, you do the same, right? I do. And because the movies can be weird, like in terms of the times they're released sometimes for like, you know, these members only, you can get a film over here like two weeks before, it goes to the general public, but still after it's been released in the States, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm really hoping that happens and I could see it relatively soon. Cause yeah, when I looked it up, I was like, what the fuck? Like this is coming out forever from now. And, and also it's like, cool. 
it's not cool to come out so far into October for you because this is a film meant to be seen in the fall months. Yes. Yeah. Well, I will say that that exact scenario happened for me um, because I was able to see a movie like a month ago that's just coming out here now, which is, if I can transition, bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, I want to see this. I want to see this. Also can't spoil anything, but okay. I think I think you'll like this. I think it's it's fun. I mean, it's funny. I mean, even the part of the issue, and if you've seen the trailer for this, I think you could already get it, is like the satire itself, like the characters are still like kind of annoying, you know, because they're being like annoying, like Gen Xers or whatever. Yep. But uh, it really finds its way. And it has like a solid 40 minutes that I think is really funny. And like the overall reveal is uh, really good. And uh, I, I, yeah. I think that uh, that girl Rachel Sennett from Shiva Baby is like like hilarious. I think she's gonna be like a big star. But uh, and you get Maria Bakalova from the Borat movie. So anyway, it's it's small cast but a good cast. You know, a satire of things that we enjoy. So I, I think you'll like that as well. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I feel like really quickly we got to touch on two of the biggest blockbusters of the summer. Let's do it. I mean, we never we recorded this final episode at the beginning of May and we didn't even get a chance to talk about Top Gun Maverick. Which was fucking incredible. Fucking legendary. I mean, if somehow you're listening to this and you have not seen this movie yet, I don't care if you like Top Gun or not. I personally, I like Top Gun. I don't think it's like this unbelievable film that some other people do. Top Gun Maverick is one of the greatest sequels I've ever seen. And that is that is not just me being hyperbolic. It is fucking amazing. No, it's, it's got to be. I mean, it's it's like T2 level of like, oh, holy shit. Like this is, oh my God. It's, I mean, Tom Cruise, man. It's like, how, how can you not just tip your hat to the guy after this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he knows how to make blockbusters. He's a crazy dude, he, but he knows how to make blockbusters. And he and knows how to one, run. Yeah, he definitely knows how to run. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, man, I, I ended up seeing this uh, twice in theaters. I wanted to get to it a third time, but I, I wasn't able to pull it together. And so the first time I saw it myself, uh, and I had texted you about it, and we had talked about it. And then the second time I was actually, it was a uh, holiday weekend over here, so end of May. Oh, I guess you guys have a holiday then too. Anyway, so it was a holiday. Uh, Karina and I were away and we were in, you know, like some small town in England. And she wanted to see it. And we saw that it was playing at like a local theater. And I love, I don't know about you, but I love going to the theater, like on vacation and like seeing weird independent theaters in towns yep. or like in other countries, what their cinema scene is like. You know, I go in Belgium every now and then. Um, but anyway, so we decided to go. We were in this like ridiculously small like auditorium, like fantastic vibes. Amazing. And she, and you can tell right away. She, I mean, everybody has universally loved this film. Like, it's not like a oh, like maybe you do, maybe you don't. Like everybody loves it. And and like an hour into the film town, I just I just leaned over to her and I go, I'm not gonna make it to the end without crying. And I and I and I made it through the first time without crying. <laughs> And the second time I was like, I'm just welling up the entire movie. And I just know at some point I'm going to lose it. And I almost <laughs> lost it when I'm, I'm not going to give away spoilers really, but come on, you should have already seen this. I almost lost it when you think that Tom Cruise is going to die. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
Even though, of course, I know, obviously, I mean, again, obviously, he's not going to die. It's it's tough. Guy. It's fucking tough, guy. Even though I die. even though I already knew, I almost lost it, dude. But then, the the bro hug between him and Miles Teller at the end, I That's just it. absolutely <laughs> lost oh my, my shit. And Korea and I were just bawling in the theater, like it was just delightful. <laughs> That is incredible. I Ugh. crazily enough, I mean, we're so we're recording this episode, regardless of the day we release it. We're recording this today in on September 22nd, which, by the way, massive shout out day lost premiered in 2004. Happy 18th birthday to the greatest show of all time. Um, but my brother, Dylan Cohen, who has been on the pod before, has not seen this movie yet. And it's oh still God. in theaters in L.A. And he just got back to L.A. after a summer on the East Coast. I told him, I, I think I got to bring you, bro. I think it's time to go see a Top Gun again for me and for you for the first time. Well, Dylan, if you listen to this, I'm sorry that I spoiled that Tom Cruise doesn't die. But seeing as you know about films and uh, the industry as a whole, I think you knew Tom Cruise wasn't going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big spoiler. Oh, But yeah, Top Gun Maverick, just absolutely sensational. Go see it. Now, speaking of blockbusters, and I thought people were a lot too harsh on this one. While it's no Top Gun Maverick, I still enjoyed it. And that's, you know, the final Jurassic World, Jurassic World Dominion. So this movie sucks. It's terrible. (laughs) Uh, The one one before it is terrible as well. I I hadn't seen that. I agree with. So I hadn't seen any of the new ones. So I'd stopped at like three until this next one came out. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, let me do, let me rewatch all six, you know, mm-hmm. watch five and then watch this one. And and I've always, you know, obviously one's great. I like two quite a bit. And I've always been a fan of three. Me honestly. too. Happy to have three. I think it might've been in the, the DVD binder that we had, uh, you know, back in college. But anyway, yeah. I watched four and I was like, yeah, it's okay. Five is bad. And this one, dude, it's just terrible. Literally no one gets munched by dinosaurs. I don't understand why I'm in the theater to have zero characters of consequence getting eaten by a dinosaur. That's actually a great point that I hadn't thought of. Nothing happens in the film. This is what I'll say about the film. It, okay. I will say that I probably gave it slightly a higher score in my head because there was just such a charm being such a big Jurassic Park fan of seeing the OG three back together. But I will agree that the plot and the film is completely forgettable, which is such a shame given the weight and the epicness of getting those original three back together. So I'm with you in that I'll probably never watch it again, but I also had a good time personally watching those three reunited on screen and in the majority of the movie together. So to me, look, I went to the theater. I had a decent time. Is it a movie I'm going to really think about ever again? No. So there is a negative to that. But I thought two was downright atrocious, whereas this one I at least thought was watchable. Two meaning five. Two meaning five. Sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, One yeah, through okay. three, okay. I think are all great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But four I like. Five I think is awful. This one I thought was okay. But I didn't think it was as awful as you and other people seem to think. Well, but I, I'm, I'm happy I think, to – go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say I think it's an obvious thing though that four, Jurassic World 1, is easily the best of the new trilogy. 
Yes. If we yeah. can call it best, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just going to say, uh, luckily, I have the pleasure of being sort of linked up with one of our regular podcasts on uh, Letterboxd. So I can tell you, wow. Dylan Finnerty. Yeah. Wow. 1.5 stars. 1.5 stars. Oh! Even harsher than my two stars. I mean, he, he didn't give a review, sadly, so I can't quote him here. But uh, take it up with Dylan Finnerty. He also hates this. So I am, if in paraphrasing, he thinks that the film is trash. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. yes. Okay. Um. Wow, incredible. So... J-World Dominion. We got to talk about one more big movie this summer. Nope. New Jordan Peele oh, yeah. film. Nope. Yeah, nope. What'd you think? Uh, so e- easily my least favorite of his three films, uh, but certainly Agreed. not an unsuccessful film. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff, you know, kind of, you know, he always has his a really unique voice. You know what I mean? You're starting to be like, oh, this is a Jordan Peele film, you know? And and it, like the anticipation did a lot more for me than like sort of the payoff. Like that whole last 15, 20 minutes, I was like, I really don't need any of this. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, I totally agree. I felt like as someone who is really into sci-fi and aliens and, you know, you, like UFOs and real life and everything, I found the actual like premise very intriguing but I just didn't think any of it came together in a way that was nearly as interesting as, you know, as Get Out or as, why am I blanking on the title us, of the us, other us. film? Or Us. And it's like, again, did I enjoy the experience? Did I enjoy the fact that we're watching an original film? Yes. But it was definitely... It was it was solid. It wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, this is. I think we'll look back on this and be like, "This was Jordan Peele's Spielbergian blockbuster." Which is, yeah, I'm I'm happy that he made this film, but also like, I don't want to see Spielberg blockbusters from Jordan Peele. No offense, a hundred percent. That's not what he's amazing at, and the things that he's good at, he is amazing at. Yes, I was intrigued to see how he would handle that type yeah. of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it made me realize exactly what you just said. I want to see a Spielbergian film from Spielberg. I want to see a Jordan Peele film from Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. Can we let's uh, go back just a little bit? Go back. But we missed this uh, earlier in the summer. The Tony Hawk docu series documentary documentary. Yes. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that? Until the wheels it fall was, off. Did you see that? I think that was June. I did indeed. Out. Pretty much loved it. Pretty much loved yep. it. Yep. I mean, come on. If you if yeah. if anyone listening, for whoever's listening that's around our age, you know, in our you know, we're in our like early to mid thirties. Um Tony Hawk. I mean, not just for our age, for for a span of years. It's like Tony Hawk was such a big part of our childhood and just such a big part, obviously, of skateboarding in general. If it's a sport that you're into, big part of pop culture for a long time with the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Like, I just, it was so fucking cool to see yeah. a documentary on his life. 
Yeah, dude. And I don't, man, this is not like some sort of flex. I'm just genuinely curious if you did, but I remember watching the 900 live when we were kids and like that whole scene where they show, I mean, the whole part in the doc where they show how many times he did it and how like everything just stopped. You know what I mean? They just stopped the competitions that this guy could just perform this like impossible feat. Man, that also had me just like welling up, you know, part of of nostalgia, out of happiness for him, out of just how original that moment is, like how nothing like that will ever happen again. Like it was just, it was, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I could not agree more. It was in such a special time for just like extreme sports and the X games and just the come up of skateboarding and BMX and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And I mean, also friend 64. I mean, if you, I mean, let's be honest, that became PlayStation. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just Tony Hawk. I mean, it was the fucking Tony, best. I mean, unreal. Tony Hawk's pro skater. Never forget it. The soundtracks. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, we had 3. Is 2 the one that was the the blue cartridge for N64? Do you remember? 2. Uh, I misremember. I thought one of them was like blue. One of them is it? a blue cartridge, and I can't remember if it's Tony Hawk 1 or 2. I can't remember. Um, which, you know what, means I just have to look it up because I just can't. I Let's can't look it up. Know. Also, it's, if it's the original, it's the original. It's the original is the blue. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's just the, any game that had the different colored cartridge that was what's up that was 100 percent what's up the donkey kong yellow absolutely donkey classic, kong yellow you know? uh if okay if you had to name your top five n64 games in 60 seconds like i won't hold you to it like you get oh my god just just stream of consciousness your favorite n64 games not even in order okay. just go go okay favorite n64 games it's gotta be for me no no question i can tell you number one mario kart yep also it's gonna be goldeneye Super mm-hmm. Mario 64. Um, oh, man, I have to think about this. Let's see. Were you um, a fan of Donkey Kong? Because that, like, most people hate that game now, but like in the moment, I fucking loved it. Oh, I loved it. It wasn't in my top five, but I absolutely loved it. I'll tell you what's also in my top five for sure. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, and, okay, number five, I'm going to go... Ooh, I'm really thinking about this. Okay, honestly, I know that this is just keeping with the Mario, you know, the Mario vibes. I got to say Mario Tennis, man. I'm a big Mario Tennis guy. It's special shout out Excite Bike. Special shout out Excite Bike. But are you are you a Waluigi guy? Do you just place like serve and volley at the net? No, bro, I'm, I'm DK Jr. till I die. Yeah, he's so fucking strong. But he's the only one that could really overswing. You know, you could knock it out of the park with DK. You Jr. could. But what's good about DK Jr. is unlike DK, he still got some speed on him. Yes, absolutely agree. Also, um, I played uh Super Mario 64. I beat it no less than eight times during the pandemic. I, I got to the point where I could beat the game in a day. Like I was just that good at getting all the stars. Like I got I played it so much over the panty. Also, I'm going to hand you the reins to give me your five but i just there's two honorables i just can't not say without like feeling like i'm not a real person which is one win back do you remember this game yeah and your second one's gonna be perfect dark no it's actually not (laughs) although great shout it's got to be one of the ogs baby wave race 64 
Dude, I played a lot of Wave Race over the panty as well. That game is fucking oh legend. Okay, only, give me five. The only real category, I mean, a lot of mine are in yours, but like the only okay. real category of game that you missed that I would be obsessed with is wrestling, bro. So, oh my, oh my god, oh my god, I'm actually world, so pissed at myself. World Tour was incredible, and then No Mercy, sort of later on in the, in the N64 years. I mean, that was just incredible. Wait, dude. WWF WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking um, wait, you said World Tour already, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I mean, oh my god! I can't believe I forgot these, Mike. You know, Dude, we just made actually, a top ten. Know. We combined ours. We, really, we just put two top fives. <laughs> I don't know if even you know this, but like in like almost like an eighties movie way, Bill Goldberg was like my childhood hero, like literally like my hero. <laughs> And dude, I remember uh, one time because my family used to camp like every summer, and I just for some reason remember being like in the camper, and we had like a TV. It wasn't like we were we had like you know what I mean. It wasn't like a tent situation, but I remember, and I'd still like watch wrestling, you know, even when I was camping. And remember when Goldberg, you know, he's on that streak of a hundred and whatever matches in a row that he won, and then I watched him get choke slammed by Big Show or maybe whatever the you know previous version of Big Show was. Yep. And I dude, I was crying. I thought he was like his career was over. Like I was like, no, no, but he just got slammed. Like he's not gonna be okay next week. And my brother, I mean, what a sweetheart. He refused to tell me that wrestling was fake, but but at what the same legend. time, like reassured me that he was actually not gonna be injured for life. <laughs> and uh yeah, I'll never forget that. Wow, that is the most beautiful Mike memory that we have just been given insight to. Yeah, I mean, what a tangent! What a tangent we just went. What a beautiful WCW and N sixty four. Unreal. I mean, N sixty four. One of the things near and dear to both of our hearts. So, man, you guys, honestly, you just got quite a little up right there. I mean, we're not done, but you just got quite a little surprise top five. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's good to be back. You know, it's good to. I think we've only had one phone conversation since the pod has ended i mean we obviously text like you know every other day or whatever but uh, i think you're right think, though yeah yeah like a proper call yeah, yeah. it's it's God, good to have don't, a catch get, up. don't make me emotional don't make me emotional um uh, any other movies that are that were sort of big that we missed so not that we're big and i and i hate to do this because i i don't love trashing a movie but but i saw one movie that absolutely sucked and i just need to warn everyone and i am sorry to all the people involved (laughs) it was this 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 film called summary um did i tell you that i saw this and that it was terrible i still haven't heard anyone talk about it go ahead go ahead you haven't heard anyone talk about it because it's truly that terrible um so it's this, I guess we could call it a little indie film uh, called Summering. It came out uh, maybe about a month, month and a half ago. Anyways, what the plot looked like, it said it was a coming of age story about these four girls in between middle school and high school. And I was like, okay, I love a good coming of age story. Maybe it'll be like a little Kings of Summer, but with but with what with girls instead is that was like a more more boy driven film. Um, it turned into this just. Oh, man. Kind of like splicing a little bit of like horror supernatural vibes into this like 
coming of age film, I guess. It's these girls that discover a dead body and then they decide like not to tell anyone, but they're trying to figure out who the person was because there's no like idea or anything. Or I forget what it is. Maybe there is oh, an right. idea. It's kind of like a standby me thing. Yeah, I remember. Exactly. Saying, yeah. And it just, I hate to say it, it just doesn't work in, at all. The way the film was shot, the way it's edited, the pacing, some of the acting, it just does not work at all. And the, again, the dead guy, it's like sometimes he'll like be like just like looking at them like from their window at night. And it's like, it's creepy. But it's just done almost also in just like a weird way that doesn't fit with the tone of the film at all. And you don't really find anything out about the guy by the end of it. Spoiler alert. But it's just I don't know. It just it just was not good. I I hate to say it. I'm sorry to everyone involved because I'm sure a lot of, you know, blood, sweat and tears were put into it. But it was truly terrible. And I, I do not recommend this movie. Uh, so I just looked it up and it has Lake Bell in it. So I refuse to believe that it's bad. I'm going to watch uh, it. Okay. Okay. I love Lake Bell. That's I, I didn't want to mention she was even in it because of the fact of how much I didn't like this movie, Mike. <laughs> I swear that <laughs> like, is the so, reason I did not mention her. <laughs> okay. Future episode, top five actors that when you see they're in a movie, you just will watch it no matter how bad the reviews are. Lake Bell. Lake Bell is up there. She's in the top Mike. Five. Next episode, you need to give your summering review. I'm, I'm gonna. I literally added to my watch list. I can't fucking wait to watch it. Oh my god. Oh my god. I will All say. Right. I think a contender for that list is Maria Bello for me. And uh, this is this is not new, but I, I decided to watch Grown Ups One and Two like three uh-huh. weeks ago. <laughs> Complicated movies to review, but uh, Maria Bello was not. Yeah, it, I, I have to question the list. Let me just say this: I have to question the list now and reevaluate who I will just literally watch anything if there it is. Okay, okay, that is that is a future pod topic right there. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other movies that we're kind of missing. Um, so how about like I'm just thinking I don't want to even want to go into detail on these, but things that are coming out right now. And I believe they're coming out over there as well. So 3,000 Years of Longing, is that out for you? That is not out yet. Ticket to Paradise and See How They Run. This is like what I've watched in the last like week. So maybe in the next episode, we'll cover sort of those things. Who's in Ticket to... Oh, yeah, the Julia Roberts, George Clooney. Yes, um, yeah. That's not. That's coming out about a month from now. See, this in, is so in... weird. Like I watched it the other day. Like how does... Anyway, it's insane yeah it comes out october 21st here oh did you see orphan no orphan first kill whatever the, the preview first kill yeah i'm like let me see it's, you know the prequel to orphan no i haven't seen this okay was it good to be honest i liked it better than orphan uh, and okay. it's uh, it's one of those things that like the first 30 minutes is like right yeah i already saw this movie it's orphan and then it takes a a wild turn and that becomes the rest of the movie like a wild turn oh okay and and it's the turn is um it's not it's not that it's never been done before uh you know both in terms of like real life and being used in movies it's rare but it's it's just not something that you expect to happen and when it turns it, it lands and it makes the rest of the movie much more watchable and julia styles is in it and you're like julia styles are you doing like sort of low budget 
the horror Whoa. sequels now? Does that happen? Oh, and I was kind of okay. I kind of love that Julia Stiles is in it. You've got me intrigued. Me too. Me too. And then she she's a big part of the twist. And then like her oh. characters. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it was I liked it better than the original, to be honest. Okay. Um yeah, no, I haven't music? seen that. Catch us up on music. Music. Oh man. Besides music. that, you've been to some concerts. I've been to some concerts lately. I'm going to a lot more coming up soon. I guess I'm trying to think of some music I could catch you guys up on. So let's think. Uh, first of all, so great artists that I think I might have mentioned. I definitely did mention back at least on the the bonus Coachella app from this year. Um, Fred again. Have you heard of Fred again, Mike? No. So he's actually, you got to look him up because he's from, I believe, uh, I believe he's from London. And uh, he is blowing up beyond belief here in the States. It started all earlier this year around the time of Coachella back in April. Um, he's he's kind of electronic alternative. Uh, he has this electronic backing and vibe, but then... His songs incorporate, how do I put it? His songs incorporate kind of like lines or words spoken by people and the songs are named after those people. But it's like he loops it in a way that makes it this really, like these really beautiful or fun or dancey, you know, songs. And it's kind of his completely his own style that I haven't really seen done by anyone else. Um but he's really caught on and is just selling out every single show he puts on sale. Uh, he just recently did like a few more kind of like ravey tracks that, and like one of them's with Swedish house mafia called uh, turn on the lights. He put out a track that I believe might be a collaboration, I think with Skrillex and Fortet called jungle, or if, it, if that song isn't a collab with them, those two guys who are obviously massive in the electronic world, they helped produce his entire new album called Actual Life 3, which is going to be released on September 28th. And uh, yeah, Fred, again, I would check out what other music has come out this summer. We've got a new Red Hot Chili Peppers album coming out in just a couple weeks. They already had put out an album this year called Unlimited yeah, right. Love, was, yeah. which which was great. And they are releasing a new album. Uh, let me get the full amazing name for you. Return of the Dream Canteen. It's very trippy cover. Comes out October 14th. And it's a whole nother album. I mean, I, come I on. That. And so I, have got to, that. I, just, I have to mention... You know, for the sake of the pod coming full circle, you saw some 41 this summer. Oh, my God. How could I not mention this? Thank you for bringing this up. So obviously we had Cone on the pod. Couldn't have been, you know, a, a more incredible guest. He had said, to Mike and I, you know, forever in town. You guys are around. Let me know. Get you into the show. I actually which is very unlike me was a little late to getting tickets because I wasn't sure if I was going to be in town the weekend of the show here. 
And so I hit him up like a week before the show when I realized I was going to be here. I was like, hey, hey, man, um, I'd love to come to the show if there's if it's possible. And of course, just hits me back within the hour and is like, I've got you like tickets at will call. I was like, this this man is an absolute gent. Um, and Simple Plan was with them, right? Simple Plan was there as well. Co-headline show. Ugh. First time for me seeing Simple Plan. They crushed it. Some 41 was absolutely incredible as usual. And yeah, I mean, fuck, man. It was it was honestly one of I've seen them quite a few times and it was one of my favorite times seeing them better than ever. God, I love that. Just and, absolutely and, love that. And they have a new album coming out at some point. I the no date yet, but it's called I I know we mentioned it on the pod at one point. Yeah. But it's called Heaven, Heaven and Hell, double album. The Heaven side is going to be pop punk songs like the the days of old, All Killer No Filler does this look infected. The Hell album is going to be like the newer stuff which leans more metal. Cannot fucking wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Any music on your end? You know, not not really. Now that you, now that we we're just talking about it, I was also thinking. I, I don't think I've watched any like new TV shows that have come out like in the last like over the summer. I've, I've just movies, and that's it. I think I might have, I might have some TV for the people. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um. So, TV man. Okay. I'm trying to think if I saw anything new or just I watched stuff finally. Did oh, right. I see, yeah. So, okay, something that is new as of this year, and I don't think we ever got around to talking about it, but is arguably my favorite season of television I've watched all year. Season one of Severance. Oh, you know what? We haven't talked about it on the pod. No. Have you seen? I don't. Uh, you know, I've seen a few episodes and then I stopped getting Apple and I, I couldn't watch it anymore. Couldn't watch the rest. Well, yeah. my friend, it only gets better. If you guys don't know about Severance, really, really quick intro to it. So Ben Stiller directs most of the episodes. Um, Adam Scott is the main character. Great cast in there of um, we've got Zach Cherry. We've got Patricia Arquette, John Turturro, Christopher Walken. Um, it's just such, dude, I have not seen a show with such an interesting, like kind of sci-fi concept, but also based kind of in a reality that's not so far away in a sense. Like, you know what I mean with that? Yeah, it's it's a it's a sci-fi that's like a pretty obvious criticism of more or less today. Yes, and it's just man, the mystery of it all and uh, once you do finally get back on it one day Mike, the the finale is just absolutely fantastic. Uh but it's yeah, that's probably my favorite show honestly of the whole year. At the very least one of them. Uh, I just finally, you know what I just watched for the first time, the whole thing up until where it currently is, Yellowstone. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I've been meaning to get around to that as well. 
someone else I know like just did the same thing, like just sat down and watched it and like binged the entire thing. So I've still never it's... seen any of that. So this is how I'll put it because I really enjoy it, but it is totally some of the so the first couple seasons I thought were fantastic. The third and fourth, I thought the writing got a little clunkier at times and and I was, you know, not as into certain things that they did with the story. With that said, it's very much like we're going back to like somewhere between 2005 and like 2012. It's it's like kind of a soapy uh a soapy drama like a sons of anarchy if that makes sense mm, okay very much in a vein of like a sons of anarchy that's i think it's closest comparison for me um where you're not gonna have you know all these shows today try to be these like critical darlings this is not that it's a little bit more hearkening in between an hbo show and like a network show so mm. it's i mean it's gritty it's got you know they they say fuck there's violence but it's it's a little more soapy so i really enjoy it i think if that's some an itch you need to scratch it's great kevin costner is obviously the lead uh you've got cole hauser plays this character rip on there he kind of like steals the show in terms of his acting is just great and he, he's great you got luke grimes kelly riley it's a good cast but i definitely yep recommend checking it out at some point okay because hearkening back to a previous episode i have to ask you confirm or deny is neil mcdonough a goddamn son of a bitch in the show yes yes one of the biggest <laughs> son of the bitches of the show yes yes <laughs> he always is god damn he it. always is also he just really because we are recording this on the holy day that lost premiered Main man Josh Holloway, Sawyer, may or may not be in a season or two of this show. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, You know, I have something TV related that I, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. And it's the second time we're going to talk about Dylan Finnerty. Oh, wow. He's going to feel his ego is going to be inflated after this episode. Sometime after we stopped recording, but not very soon thereafter, Pod Meets World started. The 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 Boy Meets World rewatching no podcast shit. starring you know it's it's basically everybody but Ben Savage so Corey you know so it okay. stars it stars Topanga and Sean and Eric uh, and wow. they have like so, and they've had like everybody on already like they have guests so like you know Mr Feeney was on there he's like ninety five years old but he was still on you know they had the mom Betsy Randall you know and and it's just I've been you know he turned me on to it. I hadn't been listening, and now I'm I'm fully on every episode, and I've been sort of doing a little Boy Meets World rewatch uh, along. Wow, it's been delightful, it's been and it's been delightful. and it's just all been delightful all around. It really, really has. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it, it's been really good to to kind of revisit it and and sort of be honest about you know where what the show was doing and where it was, but also like it's still kind of a really good show. It's really interesting, you know, and and I think there's. Talk about hearkening back. They they definitely, definitely don't make them like that anymore, you know? And it's interesting mm -hmm. to just think about like the the TGIF days, you know, when we were really sort of coming up in the world. The days of old, my friend. The days of, the days old. of old. 
the days of old indeed what shows were you into when we were like let's say like 10 when i was 10 yeah were you on like a steady diet of disney channel uh, I'd say for TV, I'm I'm really trying to think what I would watch for TV because it's almost like a forgotten time for me because before I got to 10, I'd say when I was like, when most people were watching, let's say like Rugrats and stuff, mm-hmm. I was leaning more into Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was always my favorite cartoon, whether it was the OG, whether it was like... Yeah. Um, uh, what was it called? Like, uh, like little Scooby-Doo or whatever. Um, all the incarnations of Scrappy-Doo. No, it was, um, oh man, I got actually young, young Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It was like a young Scooby-Doo. It was, um, a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yes. Pup named Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Okay. Right. right, Yeah. So it's like, whether it was that the OG Scooby-Doo, whatever form of cartoon Scooby-Doo. I was into. And so I would watch that. And then when it got to where we were watching more like live action stuff, I try to remember where I started. I definitely would watch like, are you afraid of the dark? I definitely watched all the Disney original movies. It was like, it was like Nickelodeon when we were like really young. And then it sort of became Disney channel, like right around, like I'd say like 10. And then there was like I think maybe Brink came out around that time. Yeah, Dude. it did because that came out in '98. And Dude, so it's, I got Disney Plus again uh, because yeah. it was like Disney Day or whatever, you know, Disney Month. So I've got it for like two bucks or whatever. I've already watched Brink, oh my God, Jumping oh my God. Ship, <laughs> and Johnny Tsunami. I want to say I watched the fifth or fourth one. Maybe just those three. I'm, I'm, I'm running the catalog. I'm running the you catalog. legend. Yeah, I'd say that was it. I'd say I had the Disney, the Disney original movies. And then right after that, right after that, I rolled right into 24 and the OC. And then Mm, then it was off to the races. And then Lost was like a year or two later. And then, you know, the rest is history. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, Shit, I'm trying to think if there was any like new TV shows that I watched this summer. Just very quickly before we move on, did you like? Were you like a Saturday morning cartoons kind of kid? Uh, yes, but well, no, and yes, yes, because that is when they would play a pup named Scooby Doo. Yeah, but there was a bunch of other shit on at the same time, right? I mean, yeah, there was a bunch of shit. So I would say yeah. yes, I I would look forward to watching Scooby Doo on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. New TV. New TV. What has just like, come out? I guess it's been in the kind of a quiet summer. I mean, I'd say like stuff that I've watched that were just new seasons of shows that I really enjoyed was I watched the new season of Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. Mm. You know, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. It was great. Mm-hmm. I watched the new season of Hacks. That might have been out when we were still recording, but but that was great. I will say I've, I haven't watched yet, but I've heard solid things about both House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel, and the rings of power, the Lord of the Rings thing. Um, I've also heard from a couple friends that the resort is a good show on Peacock. I haven't watched yet. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I watched myself before we move on from TV. Um, 
you know that that might be it. I'm I'm looking forward though to some stuff that's hopefully coming out in the latter part of this year. Oh, you know what? We never got to talk about Stranger Things. I obviously watched Stranger Things and uh I I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was the strongest season personally, but I'm very excited for the final season in 2024. Right, yeah, I, I, you know, the longer the time goes on, the more I realize I'm never gonna watch Stranger Things. Like I keep <laughs> saying, like, once it's over, I'm gonna watch it. But like, I know I won't. It's just not your thing. It's it, it yeah. all it's all compiled with the other stuff that's not really your thing. We're gonna accept. I am, it. I am looking forward to uh, White Lotus season two, though. Recently that, announced, coming very soon. That should be great. And you know what? I just realized there's a couple people probably listening to this right now that, you know, I speak to just Dr. Action being one of them. Big shout out to Ian. Um, Another being Mendy, Alex Mendelson, Andrew Masters. I would be absolutely remiss not to mention the final season of Better Call Saul. Um, That was that was the best thing that I've watched this summer. Um, The finale of Better Call Saul. You heard it here first is one of the best finales I have ever seen in television. It might be, as someone who personally thinks Lost is the greatest finale ever, ever made, only a couple other finales have I found truly perfect. One of them that's close for me is obviously Breaking Bad. I, While I think Breaking Bad is a whole show, is the better show, the finale of Better Call Saul is the better finale. You heard it here first. Ooh. It is unbelievable. The show is just, I mean, Vince Gilligan did it again. He did it again. It's just, it's unfucking real. If you have not watched Better Call Saul, if there's one TV show you start after this, if you've watched Breaking Bad, you got to watch Better Call Saul. Okay. There it is. You, you heard it. Um, he's, he's, I'd say, do we know what he's working on next? Didn't he, isn't he working on something wacky next? He's what, he Odenkirk? Something weird? Or Vince Gilligan? Uh, no, no, Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan, he's definitely uh, not doing anything Breaking Bad Universe next. No. Next, he's doing... I thought he gave some interview where he said some weird shit. That he said something? Uh, I have I no idea, to be completely anyway. honest. Well, uh, well, yeah, anyway. We're just going to have to wait and see. I mean, um... Fucking legend, but man, I mean, we've we've actually recorded a lot longer than we thought we were going to. Today. We really have, yeah, we really have. Um, is there anything else you want to shout out? I I don't think so. I think we should leave it here, and and hopefully, you know, the people will be hearing from us soon. I, a little bit more structured content. Yes, I. I'm very excited to, you know, I mean, I was very excited today to get back in the saddle, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to next episode because it's going to be a proper top fives episode, you know, just in time for spooky season, Halloween horror. I mean, Mike does horror all year long, but for the rest of us, we're coming in hot this October. So can I wait? Dude, it's been it's been beautiful to get back on here with you. It really has. It really has. Uh, as as we always do, you know, 
We set out to do 30 minutes. We did an hour. That's just how it works, you know? Once you get rolling on the pod, as you said, just before we started officially recording, it's it's like riding a bike. Yeah, you just can't stop. You just can't stop. And look, if we ever get back on this regularly in the future, like truly regularly, and if we open the Patreon back up, I just want you all to know this is essentially what we do on the Patreon. That's true. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a good time. But with that all said, this has just been delightful. Um, can't wait for the next one. And we 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 truly we love and miss everyone that you know has been listening. We've been very honestly like blown away that the the number of listens on the episodes keep ticking up, even though we haven't been recording anything new for a handful of months. And we're going to bring you as many episodes as we can. It's not going to be as frequently, but but we're going to bring you episodes. So with that said, we're back. Top fives and deep dives with how to be TM. Top fives and deep dives with how to be TM. Top fives and deep dives with how to be TM. Top fives and deep dives with how to be TM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese, followed by Quentin Tarantonius. Should we go? We're back.